Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. against, you know, I'm not the top rounder, right. media is obviously not going to be 
boogling over me, like I'm like, like, a, like a Robert type thing. Yeah. It's fun to walk around with Robert where everyone's you know, <laughs> all around him. But I stick to my game plan. I stick to what I do best. I'm not going to try and be someone I'm not. And that goes back to the philosophy or stat at, at Nebraska. Go, go pitch. Go do what I do best. Mix speeds in and out. Compete and have fun. Now, I talked to Zach Thompson on Thursday. And we were talking about how he has a mentality on the field and a completely different mentality off the field, like a gentle giant, some would call him, off the field. And then he's on the mound, he's like Terminator mode, becomes an instant serial killer. I asked him to give give me an alter ego name, he's like, uh, Bruce. So do you have an on and off switch when you're on the mound as compared to when you're in the dugout just hanging around with teammates? Yeah, I do have a different mentality. The days I pitch, I'm a little more locked in, um, a little more serious, but not too serious. Right. It's still baseball. I've come to realize that now being a a starter. um, You got a bad start. You got to sit a little bit five days, and then you got to go back out there and do it again. You have a good start. You don't get too high. Just keep with your work. Go back out there. Repeat your stuff. Um, Being able to not ride the roller coaster of emotions in this game is very very critical to lasting a long time and lasting a season um you know we're at a point it's almost august we've been, oh yeah been pitching since february um <laughs> i've had some good outings i've had some great ones i've had some innings where i wish i could erase from my memory right. but you know what that's baseball it is what it is i've been playing this game for however many years since i've been six five not gonna remember everything right but Remember the good time, and you kind of forget the bad and learn from them. Only lessons learned. So you mentioned the grind. I'm very uh, curious as to what players do, like on road trips, on long bus trips. Are you the type of guy that will sit back, watch Netflix, take a nap, listen to podcasts, music? Are you the type of guy that screws around with teammates, plays cards, do whatever? Usually we're on the bus at about 9 in the morning, so yeah. I'm kind of tired right, still. Yeah. So I'll take my take my nap, I'll listen to music, watch a, watch some Netflix, and I'll just hang out. I'm not really a big run around the bus kind of guy. I'll just sit there and do my own thing. I respect that. What, uh, what show are you watching on Netflix right now? I'm a big crime um, guy, so right yeah. now I'm finishing NCIS Los Angeles. It's a good one. Um, CSI, Hawaii Five-0. Big nerd, Big Bang Theory guy. Love kinda, Big Bang Theory. It's over. Sad yeah, that it's over. I haven't watched like the last three seasons. Don't be sad that it's over. Be happy that it happened. I know. I, yeah. I watch it with my mom, so I'm saving it for when I get back home. We watch it on DVD together. <laughs> um, yeah, just big crime guy. So, do you have an idol or a mentor you grew up watching the game of baseball? Whether it was your dad, your grandfather, a pro baseball player. Do you have anybody that you looked up to in the game and that you aspired to be? Um, Derek Jeter, obviously, yeah, he was my idol. Obviously, he wasn't a pitcher. No. Um, but I enjoyed watching guys like Greg Maddox. Um, who else? Tom Glavin, Randy Johnson. You know, the guys that people may not know this era. Understanding that... I don't have to go out there and throw 95, which oh, with yeah. this day and age, it's, you know, everyone wants to see velocity, but you got to understand, guys that can throw 88, 89, 90, oh, absolutely. still go out there and compete, and it's, it's fun to do, it goes back to not being someone I'm not. Right. So, to go out there and, you know, kind of emulate their game, what they do, watch how they pitch, 
try and do it out there. It was fun to watch guys like that. Absolutely. And if you could go back in time, I asked Zach this the other day, many great rivalries in the game of baseball. You had the Yankees and the Red Sox, 0-3-0-4. Nobody could forget that, especially us Yankee fans. Mm -hmm. Cubs, Cardinals, uh, any day back in the day, the Pete Rose era, the Big Red Machine. If you could go back in any era, any time, any sport really, just for a moment or just for a rivalry, whatever it is, if you can go back in time, which time would you go back and pick? Oh, man. That's tough. I'm going to switch sports on you. I want okay. to go back to the Laker days. Yeah. With Kobe, Shaq. I remember, who's the lefty? Derek Fisher? Lefty yep. shooter. I remember Fish. he hit a game-winning three at the top of the key. Someone batted the ball out. Rebound. In step. I think it was against the Spurs. Yeah. I think. Drains it. Right at the top of the key to win. Um, I think being in that organization around that time the Lakers would have been pretty cool to be a fly on the wall well that's interesting you say that I actually have a question for you Mount Rushmore of sports we'll do uh, Mount Rushmore of NBA so oh, oh. for me for me I got MJ of course I have Bill Russell he's got 10 rings and then I got LeBron and Kobe I gotta go Kobe and MJ on my Rushmore right now. There's a lot of good players. Um, I have to go Larry Bird, too. Larry Bird. Um, one more. Were you a Lakers fan? Just an NBA fan? Just like an players. NBA, yeah. yeah like you're a player guy. Um, you know, it's sports, so just put it on TV and just have the noise in the background. I don't know if I can give you a fourth one. Maybe it'll <laughs> pop in my head at the end of the interview here. Awesome. And last thing before I let you go. You mentioned the grind all season long. You guys have been pitching since February. What's the diet? Like, what do you guys, like, when you're done with this interview right now, what are you, you going to go back there, eat and catering? Like, what do you guys got? Well, I got a workout, so I'm probably just going to pop some C4 pre-workout. Okay. Chug some water. I'll get you going for sure. Bit. Um... Hopefully we got some chicken and pasta in there. Um, as a nutrition um, degree, yeah, you know I should be eating a little bit better, but sometimes I gotta cheat a little bit. Actually, I kind of cheat a lot during the season. I mean, you're on the road all the time. You it's, know? Tough. it's tough. And, you know, our hotel we walk right by a Chick Fil A, so obviously I gotta hit that up right, every yeah. once in a while. That's not good. Plus, I'm a big, big fan of Dr Pepper. That's not good, Kyle. I, I used to be a big mug root beer guy. Who uh, barks for beer guys? Really? But the quickest way to my heart is probably bring me a bottle of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> not Mr. Pibb, Dr. Pepper. There is a difference. There is a difference between the two, and I would know. What's the difference? It just, it just tastes just you chemicals? Just know. You just know. Okay. You just know the taste difference. Like, if I handed you a Barks root beer instead of a mug root beer, oh, yeah. you, you would yeah, know. Yeah, Barks is different for yeah. sure. There you go, right there. <laughs> okay. So when's your next start? I believe I'm starting Tuesday at Norfolk. Okay, and what's the mentality on a pregame? Like, when you're going in, do you have any routine that you got? I saw in that one video back in Nebraska, uh, you're just, like, flailing your arms, day. golf mentality. Like, what's the what's the game prep? Um, stay loose. Yeah. It's, it's changed over the years, going from both. Starter. 
come in, get my workout routine, band, stretch, do all my therapy stuff. Come out here about a half hour, say hi to a few fans, yeah. wave to the kids who are all very much just ready for the game. Um, make someone smile, go out there, stretch, play catch, and go out there, do my thing. Not trying to complicate it too much. Absolutely. Have you ever grown your hair out like this? I like you. Have you ever tried? This is the longest my hair has ever been. But I do. The, what if you get it cut? But I do the undercut. Well, so do I. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to yeah. start growing it back. I grow out the sideburns. I can't grow it on the sides or else it just straight afros in. So and I, do you put highlights? Do you like bleach it? Yeah. That's not, I might do that one day. I was just sitting there in the off season one time. I was like, I wonder what I look like with blonde hair. So I just absolutely. You got to try it. I did. Absolutely. Kyle Kubat, thanks for coming on, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. I'm so bummed. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's only going to break up with you. He's definitely going to break up with you. Should have used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? TickPick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, TickPick. How much time do you actually have? Um, how much do you need? Like four hours? Does that work? <laughs> I can give you like five to ten minutes. That, that, we can make it work. Okay, cool, Just, great. <laughs> all right, so Connor Walsh, obviously AAA All-Star this year. How does that sound? And how'd you? I didn't actually check out the game. I heard you gave up, gave up quite a yeah, long quite home a, run. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't think it's landed yet. Well, that's a shame. How how was the uh, the atmosphere? How was the experience playing in the AAA All Star Game? Unmasked, man. It was uh, it was incredible. I, like the feelings that I felt pitching to, to such talent and being around other pitchers that have incredible talent. I mean, it was it was a moment I'll never forget. And obviously, you were there. Who would you say is the best prospect in the game right now? Who do you think is the best player in AAA? Oh man. Well, I'm gonna be biased. And I'm going to say it was Ryan Goins. Now he's a good up teammate. In, yeah, oh yeah, he's in the big leagues now, but it was definitely him in my eyes. That's a good teammate. What do you, what do you, how do, what do you feel has been the key to your success this year? Obviously, you started the year in Birmingham, came up early on in the season. Yeah, um, I would just say my key to success has been just perfecting my mental game. And, and I use the wrong term there because I'm never going to be perfect in this game, and, and no baseball player ever is. However, uh, just being able to control my mind and kind of let things happen and, and my ability to let go and just let my body work has been uh, immensely beneficial for me this year. And, of course, everybody's got a draft score. You got drafted in 2014, correct? 2014, yeah. What is um, Connor Walsh's draft story? So, uh, yeah, I was, uh, you know, everybody's going to tell you the same thing I'm about to tell you. Um, I thought I was going to go higher than I actually was. Yeah, that, I hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah, Almost so, yeah. You know, every, you're going to hear from everybody. So uh, that happened, and I was actually, I was taken on the third day. And I remember um, talking to my agent, and you know, I was like, I, I think I want to go back to school and get my degree. That's really important to myself and my family. So, um, at that point, that was where I was at. And my agent was like, you know, this is the number that uh, I think will be smart to take. And I have full trust in my agent. So I said, yeah, if we can get that, sure. And I didn't even watch the draft because I was so like, you know, wow. just upset about it. And, um, <laughs> And then uh, I knocked on my dad's door, walking into his house, and he, he like answered the door, and he was looking at me like I had like ten heads. He was like, "Are you kidding me?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "You just got drafted by the Chicago White Sox." I was like, "What?" And then I got calls like right after that. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it, it was wild, man. It was a cool, cool experience. 
And you grew up in Berwyn, Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a spot right outside of uh, Philadelphia. Right. I went to Radnor High School. Okay, so... I ask this to almost everybody I interview because I feel like a lot of players were too busy playing the game to actually like a team growing up. Like, <laughs> pro baseball players obviously love baseball. You're here. Yeah, yeah. We're not. Um, did you grow up a Phillies fan? Did you have a team growing up? Yeah, absolutely. I grew up a huge Phillies fan. Okay. Uh, me and my buddies would always try to make it down to the park and watch a game. And if we weren't watching that, then we are watching them on TV. But, yeah, they, uh, they won the World Series in 2008. Yeah. And uh, just that whole experience, I mean, I can't imagine how it would be for the players as a fan going to that. It was, like, so cool. So I hope to one day hopefully bring uh, or help bring that to uh, Chicago, to the south side one of these days. There you go. Another right answer. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. 26, right? 26 years old. So that was, like, the pinnacle of the Phillies' success. You had the Utleys, the oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ryan Howards. Oh, yeah, the Ryan Howards, the Shane Victorinos, uh, Pat Burrell, all those guys, man. They were they were such a fun to watch. They are so fun. So how difficult was it uh, coming up through the system? Was there like at any moment in your career, I feel like a lot of players feel like this, was there at any moment in your career where you thought maybe this might not pan out for you? Or were you always confident that this would always work I out? I always knew I was going to be a big leaguer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just there kidding. No, not right at answer. all. Not at all. No, I think of right answers. I think that, uh, I think that, again, this is another thing. If you talk to like, every baseball player that's played this game, they, they, everybody has that one year where they're like, I don't know if this was for me. And, yeah. I mean, you can look at my stats. 2018 was a rough year for me. But, again, you know, if, if you're made to play this game and you really want to and you work hard at it, you can learn from all your mistakes. So uh, I could sit there and look at my year last year and say I sucked, or I could say it was an incredible learning experience, which it absolutely was. So on bus rides. Are you the type of guy who's screwing around, playing cards, messing with your teammates, messing with your friends, whatever? Are you the type of guy that just lays back, watches Netflix, listens to podcasts? What do you do? So I'm a big music guy. I'm a big podcast guy. Um, yeah, I'll... I'll uh I'll definitely help in some, you know, some jokes on the bus if I need to, just to keep it light. I mean, this game's tough, and you're with the same guys for, you know, half the year, so it, I think that it's important to have a little bit of fun sometimes. What's your favorite podcast? I love Joe Rogan. He's got Joe such Rogan a wild, yeah, yeah, he's got an, a wild array of people that come on there, from UFC fighters to, like, scientists, Everyone, yeah. everybody, yeah, so I love listening to different people's perspectives on life, on their sport, on, on whatever they have to talk about. I mean, I'm not a fan of the Joe Rogan experience just because it's like three hours long. Yeah, maybe if you long. cut it, like maybe two and a half hours. <laughs> I'm a big pardon my take guy with okay. Postal Sports. Okay, yeah, I haven't gotten too much into them, but I, I obviously am completely familiar with who they are, and dude, they do some pretty funny stuff that I've seen. So. I mean, at times they're inappropriate, but sometimes you're just like, man, these guys are funny, and yeah, they're smart. Yeah, but again, like, I don't know. I, I like the inappropriate humor. I, I get into that stuff, so I've read a few things, and they do that pizza review, which I think is hysterical. Oh, it's like, awesome. I absolutely page views. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like you're one of those guys who, like, doesn't like sitting down with a guy who's going to ask you, like, so what's your uh, preparations going into Friday's game? You know, you know yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't mind it, because I... I love talking about baseball and how I prepare just because I know it helps, like, the younger kids out and, and, you know, and how they prepare. And, you know, if I can help a kid out a long way, that's great. But at the same time, I, you know, I, I like to keep it loose as well just because I believe baseball can get way too serious sometimes. So many great rivalries in baseball. You had the Yankees and the Red Sox, obviously still today. But back in 03, 04, it was a madhouse. I would have loved to go back in time and see that. You got the Cubs and the Cardinals. Yep. The curse uh, with the Billy Goat in Chicago. Oh, yeah. If you could go back in time, any any sport, any rivalry, which which time zone would you go back into to be a part of a certain rivalry? 
That's a tough question. See, that's not your daily uh, preparation no, question. No, that's not my daily me. preparation question, but I like it. Um, okay, to be honest, and again, I'm going to be biased here, and I'm not going to say like a certain game or a certain uh, particular rivalry, but if I could go back in time and, um, and, and be have an umpire's perspective on watching uh, one of Roy Holiday's no-hitters. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, that guy was such an artist, and just seeing how difficult it is at the AAA level, not the big league level, at the AAA level to execute pitches and get guys out, um, watching Roy Holiday do what he did, it, it's it's so unbelievable, and he really was an artist. So if I had to go back and watch anybody, it would be Roy Holiday. I think it was against the Reds his no-hitter was. Yeah, no-hitter. Uh, yeah. So I would definitely have an umpire's perspective on that game. I mean, him and Don Larson, only two in uh, Major League Baseball history with no hitters in the postseason. Yeah, yeah. Just got inducted in the Hall of Fame. His wife with a great speech on his behalf. Absolutely. And you're a Phillies guy, so that was like the prime, too. Exactly. You got, you biased, got to see that. And I'm biased. So you are a special assistant coach, right, at a University of Northern Kentucky? Yes, volunteer assistant coach. Volunteer I was coach. last year. So obviously you got a, a lot of time on your hands, but how was it working with, like, young arms, and what kind of advice did you give those guys? Oh, man, it, it was so much fun. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm hoping to uh, potentially help out a little bit uh, this offseason. Again, pending, you know, I might go play winter ball or, or if I'm – if I get called up before the season ends, uh, whatever may happen. But um, it was such a cool experience, and it allowed me to remove myself as a player and see it from a coach, which I think is really important for kids, um, yeah. especially wanting to you know get to a level that I'm at and even higher. Uh, I would say that the biggest lesson I taught the kids would be to, like, it doesn't matter where you're at. Like, guys at our level, everybody has talent, but who can control their mind and who can control their body in big-time situations and who can produce consistent results? I think that's that is just the complete X factor when it comes to uh, you know teams wanting to sign guys or wanting to promote them. Not only can you you know be a be a really good hitter in batting practice, but can you come up in a you know in the bottom of the ninth with two outs and a three-two count and uh, put a, a good swing on the ball. That doesn't mean hit it over the fence and be the hero, but can you be the guy to hand the bat to the next guy and can you do that on a consistent basis? And you actually ran a uh, camp, correct? Yeah, I ran Dollar a few camps. A dream camp? Yep, exactly, Dollar and a Dream. Yeah, that was uh, me and my buddy Ryan Atkinson, who's with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks right now. And um, our, our, you know, our whole goal behind that that title was just, you know, that's that's Ryan Atkinson and I's life as a minor leaguer. We have a dollar to our name. We're not yeah. getting paid the big bucks, but we have a dream, and, and we want to make sure that the youth understands that, you know, it, it takes a lot of grind to achieve big things, and it's never given to you. So no matter how much money you have in your pocket or, or what your goal is, you got to chase it and embrace it. So last thing before I let you go. Yeah. Everybody from PR to the players here, they're telling me you're a funny guy. <laughs> Tell me a joke. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Uh, on the spot. On the spot. I don't, I don't know make if me I laugh, have it. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I have a good joke for you right now. I think if you gave me like five minutes, I could, I could come up with one. Um, dude, I'm going to have to plead the fifth. I don't know. I don't know a funny, appropriate joke to tell wow. right now. It doesn't have to be appropriate. I mean, this is... <laughs> I, 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 I got like, I'm more of like a... I'm not the true media. I'm, I'm more of a uh, kind of just uh, go with the flow funny guy. Like, okay. I'm not the guy that's like, here's a mic, make people laugh. It's just kind of the everyday keep it light stuff. I would say I'm more animated than I am... Uh, 
just verbally good with with being funny. You so know you mean? can be like a stand-up comedian one day. No, I, I don't. I don't think I ever. I would love to try. I think that'd be so much <laughs> fun. But dude, I mean, that's that's really tough to do. I don't think I could do it. So what are you gonna do right now? I'm like gonna, after this interview, what are you doing right now? I'm gonna go eat, and then I'm also. I have some players on the team that think they're the best at ping pong. And I have to show them that they're absolutely not even close. We just went back there. I saw the table. I'm like, these guys must have a blast. A lot of miles on that table. A whole lot of miles. So I guess this is the real last question before I go. Since you brought it up, you're about to eat. What what, what do you guys eat on a daily basis? Are you guys fed well, or is it like whatever you guys can find down here? Yeah, no, is- no. <laughs> it's, it's I know like, a lot of yeah. like the catering and dishes up in the big leagues. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. good. That's good. Like, what's it? What's so, it the big leagues is great. But luckily for us, we have amazing clubbies so like i don't know a daily spread would be uh like turkey sandwiches or like mashed potatoes mac and cheese and some chicken yeah um yeah so it's you know i try to stay away from sugar like not that anybody really cares what i eat when i don't eat but my teeth are like so terrible that i try my best to just stay away from sugar (laughs) as a whole and uh that's kind of like my diet in a nutshell is just eat because i'm skinny so i just eat as much as i can and not consume too much sugar and i tend to be all right now are you like like me i could eat like four porterhouses in a day and i won't gain a pound yeah, you got a I, fast metabolism. Yeah, big time. Like I, I could crush, I could crush a, a, a large pizza, and like just not put on a pound, which has been an issue in my career because I'd like to be a little bit. Uh, I think my fighting weight's a little bit more than what it is now, yeah. but. You know, like I said, sometimes you just have to embrace who you are and, and try to let go of the pressures that and you that's have. fair. I mean, we, we got a ton of pizza and wings up in the press box if you're interested. Yeah, I mean, I, I would out eat any of you. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Connor Walsh, thank you very much hey, for your time, you, man. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. I'm so bummed. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's totally going to break up with you. He's definitely going to break up with you. Should he use TickPick? Wait, what'd you say? Tick pick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.